You're listening to the Prospect Dugout Network. Join me, Nick Swisher, live on Facebook every Tuesday night at 6 p.m. Eastern for my hit series, Kicking It With Your Boy Swish. Submit your questions for a chance to be on the show at prospectdugout.tv. Thanks again for listening. So Nick, how, how's how's everybody doing? How's your family and everybody down there in good? We're in, actually in good, Tampa, man. right? Uh, we came. We actually, yeah, we actually came over here. So like the one family, my uh, my wife's brother. Uh, we've seen them, and you know he's a doctor, so right. You know, like just the 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 things that he's done to stay keep him and his family safe are just kind of like it's crazy, man. It's like this whole thing is nuts. So we actually we came down here to his crib. Uh, for a little dinner, bro. It's so nice to get out of the house, bro. I'm like, oh man, I feel so good. I even got like, I have my my neighbor save me up, dog. I'm like, hey man, I need a cut, dude. I got I put some juice in my hair tonight, bro. I'm ready, bro. I'm ready. Put on a nice shirt. Let's go, son. <laughs> That's I did. Hey, I did that too, man. I I like ordered from Target clippers because my like my hair was out of control. I was like, I can't do this. Yeah. And my and my yeah. wife my wife was like, listen you got to do something about that. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm on YouTube watching videos on how to do a fade. <laughs> so, I mean, like it turned out all right. I think, you know, like the yeah, back, bro, is, you look great, man. <laughs> the back hey, man, is, you know, they the say, back it, looks terrible, but you know, it's, it is what it is. That's all right. Hey, you know what they say? The only thing, the only thing between a good haircut and a bad haircut, seven to 10 days now, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> You ain't lying. <laughs> That's kind of funny. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, dude, totally. Man, well, you seen Brooks, Brooks Kepka's haircut, right? No, that, that didn't turn out right, man. <laughs> that didn't turn out right at all. Uh-uh. And then he had the mustache going along with it, and that just made everything worse, bro. Yeah, well, you know what? Like, I used to say that baseball, baseball season was the only time – for unacceptable haircuts and unacceptable facial hair. Like, exactly. It's the only exactly. time you can get away with it. Like I could grow a mustache during the baseball season and it's like, oh, that dude's like, he's with it. But yes! then I go, the day the season ends and I go home to do a lesson, it's like, nobody's going to do a lesson with you with a mustache kid. Like you're a creep now. <laughs> Totally, bro. They're like, hey, man, hey, Chester, get rid of that thing real quick, bro. We're trying exactly. to get some work done. Hey man, if it's got hits, bro. Hey, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. You know. You are not lying about that. That is for sure. You do some crazy stuff. Oh, you ha- did you have any? Did you have any like superstitions when you played? Or like, I mean, I, we're. I think we're yeah. all superstitious, but you know. Yeah, I mean, superstitious, routine based, bro. It's, it's a matter of how you're gonna look at it, right? right. <laughs> no, exactly. for myself, bro, being a switch hitter, the only thing I had was for that day, I was always trying to get myself in the right mindset of what I was going to do that night. And obviously hitting right-handed or left-handed, I wanted to make sure that I had everything working. So when I would go to get dressed for that day, whatever I was hitting that night, I would put that sock on first, right? So if I was hitting right-handed, I'd put my right sock on first all day long. And then if I was hitting left-handed, I'd put my left sock on first. So not really like a super crazy superstition, but at the end of the day, man, I had to do something to kind of like get myself locked and loaded, you know? Right. Yeah. Like if you would have done it, if you, if you did it the other way, you would have just been thinking about it the whole time. Uh, no, I would have. Hey, bro, I'm OCD, dog. No way. That wouldn't have happened, bro. <laughs> no way. Not at all. Man. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, what about you? Did you have any crazy superstitions? Yeah. I mean, I always had, so 
towards the end of my career, I just DH'd. So I would always have. Oh, like, you too? You too? Yeah, I do yeah. that too, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Once I hit 30 and I really couldn't catch every day anymore, like my arm yeah. back, but no I could doubt. still swing it a little bit. It was yep. just like routine in the dugout. I mean, if I was hitting, I would eat the same thing. I think I ate yeah. like Burger King chicken fries for like 20 days straight. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. And And your blood hates you, bro. Your veins hate you, bro. But your batting average is money. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I I love it, dude. Like, I'll sacrifice for some knocks. That's what I'm saying. For the team, bro. For the team. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, you know what that is, Craig? That's a baseball player, homie. (laughs) (laughs) Got to do it for the team. Got to do it. Do it for the team, baby. Do it for the team. This is legit, man. How's it looking? Everything's good so far, Joe? Everything looks good, man. I just checked it all out. We're, we're good on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter. Everything is rolling. Let's go. So let's, let's, uh, let's kick it off, man. All right. I'm going to go ahead and uh, get it started. I get am it. your host, Joel Hartman. You can follow me on Instagram at Hardy02. Uh, I'm super excited. I've been smiling all day. I'm joined by my prospect dugout co-founder craig maddox he's also a hitting coach in the san francisco giants <laughs> minor league organization uh tonight is really cool for us because tonight's the first episode of a new series called kicking it with your boy swish nick swisher is a 12-year mlb vet with a world series ring and he's now special advisor for the new york yankees but let me tell you something I wish you could see, well, you're going to see how excited he is to be able to talk to you guys, to be able to share what's on his heart, what's on his mind, and, and dive deep with some callers today. Um, before we get to our first guest caller, I want to remind you guys uh, to ask your questions in the comment section. I'll be paying attention there, kind of moderating that. If I uh, see something uh, that I want to point out to Nick uh, or to Craig to kind of talk about, we'll, we'll throw that out there. Uh, do me a favor, uh, if you're watching right now on the live stream, hit that share button so that way your friends and family can benefit from this as well. Uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Prospect Dugout and Nick Swisher at your boy Swish. Uh, tune in every Sunday. Oh, night let's at 8- go! Yeah. <laughs> tune in every every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern for our Elite Mastermind series. We got recruiting questions being answered this Sunday. Uh, if you want to get on that show or this show, go to prospectdugout.tv and fill out the form. Don't forget to download the Prospect Dugout app today and join 10,000 other baseball players getting recruited today. All right. Well, let's jump right into it. Let's get to our first caller. Let me get him out of the waiting room. We're going to go with our first caller is Tanner Carson from South Lake, Texas. You can check him out on Instagram uh, at raised in baseball, raised underscore in underscore baseball. Tanner, we got his audio connecting. Oh, yeah. He's ready. He's ready. Let's see. What's up, Tanner? Tanner, can you hear me? I can't hear you. All right. Welcome to the show. What's up? How much, man? What's happening, big man? What you been doing during this quarantine? Lots of baseball stuff, you know, <laughs> getting off the tee, fielding stuff. So, you know, it's going pretty good. I love that, man. Hey, how's that schoolwork going? You being good to your parents? Because you know it's hard being a teacher, bro. It's hard being a teacher. Yes, sir. Doing, doing pretty dang well in school right now. All right, baby. I'd love to hear that, my man. I'd love to hear that. How you feeling, bro? What's your question? What you got? Yeah, so uh, my question was, I've had a chance to talk with a few guys from, you know, MLB, the minor leagues, uh, college, and uh, indie ball, and one of the common things that I've heard heard them say is, uh, 
you got to have confidence in your swing. And I was wondering when you know, like when, when should I know when the time is that I should stop like making major, major changes to my swing and just go, you know what, this is, this is my swing. It's good. And I'm just going to rock with it. And you know, when do you settle in and just know like small tweak here and there and no major changes? Well, I'm going to hit you with the first question right now. Guess what, homie? That's when you got today, when you woke up this morning and you hit the ground was good enough. Remember that. The problem is, is you feel like for myself, don't search for something that's not there. Don't search for something that's already in your back pocket. I mean, because half the time when we go into slumps, and I'm sure Craig and Joel can both attest to this, we're always looking for something wrong in our swing when at the end of the day, it was always right in our back pocket. So for myself, don't take away from what you have, right? Don't take away from what you bring to the ballpark. I don't know if you follow me on Instagram, but I'm always hashtagging, know thyself, gotta be you, because that's all I want you to do. Tanner, be Tanner Carson, because Tanner Carson is legit, bro, right? Because yeah. at the end of the day, be you is good enough. That's things that people need to understand. Don't search for things outside of what you are and what your body does. That's the coolest thing about baseball, bro. That's why you have people like, remember Dustin Pedroia? Yeah. Right, little guy, bro? He's got an MVP, my man. He's got an MVP from the American League because he's a baller. Doesn't matter how big you are. Aaron Judge, same thing. There's so many different ways of hitting a baseball and being a baseball player. Just know that when you take that field or when you go into the batter's box, you are ready and you are confident. Because like you're saying, confidence is huge. I am a major fan of that, no doubt. Because I am a big guy. When I watch young players, or even when I watch our minor league players in the Yankee organization, right, I look at body language. Because I can tell you, at least as a player, I could tell you if I was going to be successful or not based on what that pitcher was doing out there. Because I can promise you this, little dude, when I faced Pedro Martinez my rookie year, I was like this. I, I was so nervous. I was shaking. I had no idea. I'm like, oh, my gosh. You know what happened, bro? I was already beat before I even got in the batter's box. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I got, to I got the chance to face Pedro again later in my life. Actually, in the World Series, it was a whole different ballgame because I had the confidence then that I didn't have back when I was a rookie. You see what I'm saying? So what I'm saying to you is gain that inner confidence, those things that make you you, those things that get your blood boiling and make you want to play the game of baseball. Because at the end of the day, bro, you got to have a passion for it. You got to have a love for it because the time it takes you to be a major league baseball player, you better love it, bro. Cause you're going to be doing it for a long, long time. I can promise you that. So I know this part one of your question, bro. I, I know I went off on a tangent, but I know part one of your question is all about you being you understanding what you are, right? Understanding who Tanner Carson is, because I tell you what, bro, once you realize that you're already ahead of the game. Okay. Thank you. I mean, that, uh, that's something that I've, I've heard, but, uh, you know, I just, I love being able to just listen to people pick their brains and it's nice to have, you know, Nick Swisher here who I've heard like names all over the place. And it's nice to just be able to talk to some MLB people, pick their brains. And, uh, I just wanted to thank you guys so much for letting me get on here and, uh, talk a little bit. Ah, TC, bro. Hey man, that was awesome. The, the fact that you even like called in with a question like, just like that. That's, that's what we want to do. Because at the end of the day, I'm, like you're saying, you've already heard this. I'm not telling you something you've never heard before. But maybe the way I say it, maybe the way I verbalize it to you, it might hit you in a place that you're like, wow, man, you know what? But that Nick Swisher, he's hyper. He's a little crazy. But man, he makes a lot of sense. 
Because at the end of the day, bro, you gotta be you. And there's nobody better at being Tanner Carson than guess who? Tanner Carson. That's it, baby. You got it, my man. Best of luck to you, homie. You got it, bro. Thanks, Tanner. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Um, So that was awesome. So, and that was heat. Uh, heat we, right we out came out real quick. Right, yeah. 98, bro, coming out. Right at, I'm, I'm sweating, dude. I'm I, sweating. I know. I got to get the fan on, man. I got to go for a commercial break. Yeah, man. I, Nick, I think you hit that right on the head, man. And I think it goes um, a little bit further, too. I think as baseball players, we work so hard on our swing. And you can attest to that. Joel and I uh, have been there where – your swing is something that you constantly work on until the day that you put the cleats down, like you're always working on your swing. And in, as baseball players, it's funny. It's like, we're all programmed to like have such a quick memory on stuff we work so hard at. So we spend all this time in the cage, working on our swing, working on our yeah. cage, working on maybe something new, a tweak that we really like. And then all it takes is an O for three for us to want to change it. And not believe in ourselves. So yeah. I think that was great, man. Yeah, that's the that thing, was, man. That totally. Awesome. Yeah, um, because we're we're so based on what the outcome, what the outcome of what we're doing is. And like you're saying, you remember Joel and B, right? When he was like, trust the process, right? It's trust mm-hmm. the process, stick right. with the process. Like that's the deal. Especially for younger kids, man. What you try to be an all-star at 12 years old for? I want to be an all-star 18, 19 when it matters, when mm-hmm, people right. know who I am. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to make that jump. I wasn't the best player on my team when I was 12. I know that. His name is, I think his name is Joe Clemens. And he was a boss, bro. He was like one of them kids that was like six foot four <laughs> right when he was 12. You know what I'm saying? Just drop, but, dropping yeah, bolts you know everywhere. What I mean? Yeah, but at the end of the day. Hey, I, I'm coming, bro. I'm coming right. for you, right? Like, I'm not stopping. I'm not going. And I know my way is not the best way. And I know that for a fact because I got a wife and two daughters, bro. And they tell me every day. <laughs> but for me, it was just the grind. It was the everyday grind of trying to get yourself better. I know now they use it's like just trying to get 10% better every day, right? And whether that's, that's a mental true. thing, whether that's a physical thing, you know, work on the things that you're not good at. Because, man, it's, it's, it's easy to go over there and, for me, hit inside pitches. Bro, I'll blast inside pitches, even right now, in my underwear, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm ready, you know? But it's just kind of like for these young kids, I really want them to realize, hey, at the end of the day, man, like, trust what you're doing. Know that you're doing is working for something, right? It doesn't matter who the best player at 10 years old is. It doesn't matter who the best player at 8 years old is, at least for me. And, and I'm, an, I'm a special advisor to a general manager, bro, right? So if a guy like me doesn't pay attention to stuff like that, I'm sure because there's so many things that change throughout a kid's life. And you wait, man. You watch Tanner, bro. You watch him grow. Here in the next two years, we'll be like, man, look at the size of that kid now. He's Mm -hmm. getting taller. You know what I mean? A lot of things change. So just know what you're doing is right and know what you're doing is the grind because it's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah, no doubt about it. For sure. Dude, so much energy. Um, Before we get to our next caller, uh, Nick, as we go through each episode, you're going to get the chance to dive in with these players, but you're also going to get the chance to share about yourself, who you are, where you've come from, what you're doing, what's going on. Instead of, instead of just you know, giving a brief rundown, we're going to go through each episode and kind of talk to you one-on-one as you talk to you know, the audience and, and these callers one-on-one. So um, this is the first episode, so why don't you just give us a quick rundown where you're from, who you are, just brief, nothing, you know, nothing uh, okay. out of the Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Hey, what's up, y'all? Nick Swisher. 
uh, like you're saying, man, I got the opportunity to play in the big leagues for 13 seasons, man. I was so blessed. I was born in Columbus, Ohio, O-H-I-O. Uh, after that, um, you know, my parents went through a divorce, I'm sure like a lot of people's, and I ended up moving to a little town called Parkersburg, West Virginia with my grandparents at the time. My father's a 10-year big league veteran. He also coached in the minor leagues for another 15 years. So for myself, I feel like right at, as soon as I came out of the womb, I, I, was, I was in a locker room. I was with my dad, you know, because this is just a love of mine. And so for myself, I've just been fortunate to have baseball running through my blood since Jump Street. And it's from there, I went to high school. And what's funny is that baseball wasn't even my favorite sport. I was a football guy, man, because <laughs> I knew, regardless if you're having a good day or a bad day, bro, you could take it out on somebody for sure, like the right way. So for myself, I love the aggression of football. I love the excitement. Friday nights, bro, the town shut down to come watch us play. But then I quickly realized as I got up and I went on a couple football recruiting trips that football was not for me, bro. You seen the size of them dudes, bro? Those guys are monsters, Huge. man. Huge. Yeah, so I quickly realized that baseball was the path for me. You know, I didn't sign till late, ended up going to the Ohio State University. And, man, talk about the greatest three years ever, man. I learned a lot. I grew a lot. I went from a non-drafted kid out of high school to a first-rounder out of college. I don't know how many people can say that, but for That's myself, awesome. man, I take a lot of pride in that because awesome. there was a lot of hard work that was put into that. So for myself, man, I got to, I got to play the World Series. You know, I was an all-star, bro. Like, you know, I, I was able to play for 12 seasons. I also worked for Fox Sports, uh, do uh, uh, analyst work for them, as well as being a special advisor to the Yankees. So like we've talked before, man, I mean, I've circled the game from every aspect and I'm doing it, right, as a player to now in the front office with the Yankees and as the media. So for myself, I got a few different lenses. It's kind of cool to be able to hit it from each side because for myself at the end of the day, man, I want to try to be a ray of sunshine. I want to try and help. Yeah. I want to try and teach, you know, teach each and every one of you out there something you might not know. Because at the end of the day, man, it takes a village to get to where you want to go. And maybe there might be something that I say or Craig says or Joel says that makes sense to you. Because at the end of the day, man, you know, if that's what you want to do, let's go for it, baby. Let's do it. Let's not, let's not half step. Let's go for it. Let's make this a priority. And just to be able to be here talking to all you guys is amazing for myself, man. I just, I don't know, man. I, I love baseball. I love people. Yeah. And Joel and Craig have been so great, man. I'm just blessed that you guys have me on here, bro. Thank this you. is dope. Yeah, sure. absolutely. Awesome. Thank you so much for that. appreciate that. Uh, we're going to get to our next caller. Uh, I'm going to admit him right now. Uh, Nazir Moulet from Patterson, New Jersey. He's a 2022 shortstop right-handed pitcher. Uh, you can follow him. Let's see. Let's get his video going. You can follow him on Instagram at Nazir Moulet, N-A-Z-I-E-R-M-U-L-E. There he oh, is. Oh, yeah. What's up, kid? Get his mic. Nas, oh, bro, what's got, up, man? Yeah, what's up? Jersey's hanging, bro. Look at oh. you, kid. I see you, bro. I hey, see he you. Came to let you. He came to let us know. You know what I mean? Bit. He's ready. Let's what's go, up, Nas? Pop their chains, bro. Let's How go, you guys kid. Doing? Let's go. <laughs> We're doing good, Nas. How you doing, homie? You doing all right? Yeah, I'm doing good today. I was gonna say, how is that man going through all this quarantine, man? It's like you guys, you gotta be starting to get stir crazy for sure. Yeah, it's crazy. I just do whatever I can in the backyard, you know, just get some throws in, some hitting, fielding a little yeah, of bit, course. Just doing whatever totally, I can man. to stay in shape. Yep. Well, because you never know, man. Because hey, by the way, when the bell rings, we gotta make sure we're ready, right? Of course, all the time. I hear you on that, bro. I hear you on that, man. What you got for us today? Uh, so I've had the chance to talk to a few guys that have played, you know, college, minors, and major league ball sometimes. And I always hear them say things about 
how they wish they would have known something during their season that they learned after they've retired or throughout the throughout the midway or late in the season. So um, my question for you is, what did you learn at towards the end of your career in the middle or after, even after you've retired that you wish you would have known at the start of your career? Oh, hey, barrel control, homie. Barrel control. You know what I say? How to control the barrel of my bat. Yeah, because at the end of my career, I was, I was more efficient, right? When I was young, I was just, you know, I was stronger. I had to swing, you know what I'm saying? It was, it, 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 it wasn't as technical. As you get older, you lose a little bit and you've got to make up for it and somehow. And so for myself, being able to control the barrel of my bat and being able to, because even for myself, if I look at my swing from my rookie year till year 12, like it, for myself, it had adjustments all the way. And I think you're always going to have slight adjustments. I don't want you to ever use the word change because that is a very drastic word. Little adjustments, right? Like, because you can't go up to somebody and say, hey, man, I need you to change something. Now, as if I said, hey, man, you've been playing for your whole life. I need you to change the way you throw baseball. You'll be like, yeah. whoa, bro, are you for real? <laughs> like, who's this guy? Like, that's not how you can approach guys, mm -hmm. right? So I think for myself, trying to teach them to learn more about who they are, right? who they are and what they bring to the table. Because now it's what you bring is different than what everybody else can bring. And so I, I think nowadays, even you know, being a special advisor and being in spring training this year, I noticed so much that the difference between a, an A ball player, a double A player, and a triple A player is like this much, bro. Mm -hmm. Like everybody's good, right? Everybody has skills. We're, everybody's coming from all over the globe to come play our game. So at the end of the day, you got to reach in and find something special that you got, right? Something that makes you who you are, because you're going to get a lot of coaches that come along throughout your time. And I'm not saying this is good or bad, but sometimes coaches try to, you know, try to like be like, hey, man, I told Nas to do that. That was me, man. I told him to do that. You know what I mean? Rather than you just being you and following the process of helping you get to where you want to go, right? Because yeah. you, can't cookie, you can't cookie cut kids. You can't. Because I don't even know you, but I know your body moves differently than my body, right? So for myself, it's more about knowing what you are and how your body moves. Because I think as you get older, you start to become more efficient. It's less energy to get the most max effort. You see what I'm saying? So I think for myself, obviously, the, the, the overall mental side of the game, but that's just with getting older and, and, and becoming a human being and just going through problems and things like that in your life. Because you're always going to be able to bust through that. You know what I'm saying? Like, baseball is just like life, bro. You're going to struggle just like you do in life, right? I mean, like, it's just you're going to get back up. You're going to continue to keep working. You're going to continue to keep reading. You're going to continue to keep learning, right? Like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do that somebody else ain't doing? You know what I mean? Because you have to find something that's deep inside you that makes you special. Because there's so many good players out there nowadays. we got to find that one thing that separates us from most. Sounds awesome. I've got a, I've got one more question too, if you don't mind. Yeah, absolutely. Of course, man. Uh, so I know you got, you've played for a few MLB teams and I know you've played, uh, so for spring training, you played in both Florida and uh, Arizona, is that right? So you played both. Yes. So um, which, like me aspiring to be a major leaguer, if I had to choose one, which did you feel more comfortable in, you know, the setting, which one was better? So which one would I go to if I had to choose? Oh, player, at the end of the day, baby, any one of them, man. Hey, I'm just, I'm just looking for <laughs> yeah. a shot, you know, right? Yeah. I'm just looking for a shot, you know? Yeah. But now that I've been able to experience both, 
Arizona and Florida. I mean, come on, mm-hmm. bro. I was like 21 years old when I was in Arizona. Yeah. That's a whole different ball game. You know what I'm saying? But I yeah. do know this, man. I love like I love like green grass. I love I love the trees. I love green, man. Arizona's a little brown, you know, it's a little, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like there's a lot of sand and stuff there, you know? Like I want that plush grass and stuff, you know? So either way, man, I know in spring training in Arizona, you're home for dinner every night. There's yeah. not one trip that's too long. Everything is really, really close. That's why, you know, after this whole Corona thing, that's why I thought it was a good idea of being able to do the spring training team because a lot of teams can just kind of travel by bus, for, you know, from, you know, whatever. So I don't know, man. I, 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 own, a, I own a home in Florida, bro. So I guess I'm going to say Florida <laughs> yeah. for sure, man. Gotcha. <laughs> you know? no, state, hey, no state income tax, bro. That's true. that's true also. <laughs> Got to finish you. No doubt, man. Well, nah, right, thank uh, you, so my man. I thank appreciate you for having you, bro. me. You thank got you. it, man. Hey, keep doing your thing, man. Keep grinding, bro, and find that special thing that makes you you. Yep. At the end of the day, baby, you're going to need it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I appreciate it. But uh, right, one, more thing, before I, one yeah, more thing buddy. before I go. Milk uh, it, a few man. weeks ago, <laughs> a few weeks ago, I uh, sent, you, sent you a DM on Instagram with, with a few of my slings, see if you can kind of critique them, you know, because I know you like to do that sort of thing. So before yeah, I man. head out, I just wanted to give you a – Give, give me a heads up, all right, man. I'm going to have to dig in there, bro. I'm about to dig in there and get it. All right, Nas, I, I like that. All right. Nas. Okay. See you, Nas. All right. All right, my man. Thank you, guys. All right, Nas. Take it easy, buddy. Take it easy, man. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I love that stuff, man. It's like dudes like that. It's like, man, what are these kids doing right now? You know what I'm saying? Like, like how, how do you work on your game? Right now, when you're so used to having a routine, right? They're used to going to school, and then after school, they go to the gym, right? And then they go to the field. Well, now it's like they can't do any of that stuff. And mm-hmm. let's be honest, bro, for, for high school kids, like even the social aspect of things, like they're not, they're not allowed to be around their friends and stuff. Like it's, this is a tough time right now, man. Yeah, man. No doubt about it. It's real tough. So, no, that was good, man. Nas is uh, – we've watched him kind of grow up over – the lifetime of prospect dugout and the yeah. kid's pretty unbelievable. So I think you'll have fun breaking down those videos when you, t- know, when really. you go I through, did. but remember Nas, be careful what you ask for. He's going to be real. You asked. <laughs> oh man. That's great, man. I'm sure you guys have so much fun, especially with what you guys have built here at prospect dugout. Just the fact that like you guys get to see these kids grow up, right? You mm-hmm. literally get to see him grow up like, like kind of like your own child in a sense right like the growth of these players also the skill level of these players because i'm sure you see kids at a young age prior and you're like ah, that kid's okay and then you see him a couple years later you're like man how how good did he get right Mm -hmm. or even Mm -hmm. softball players there's like such a jump in just like how much people get better year after year so it's like i'm sure it it excites you because you see the guys put in the work you know what i mean and it's like this guy went from this and now he's this and now he's a big time recruit and possible mm-hmm. draft prospect. And you're like, man, I remember when this kid was sending us DMS when he was 12. <laughs> yeah, like, right. Exactly. Like, you know, he was throwing whatever. And now he's throwing 90, 95 miles an hour. It's like, wow. Like that's just a testament to the kids, man. Yeah. And like the work. And if we have verified, <laughs> yeah, if we can like, you know, as prospect dugout, like, influence a guy just a little bit man like that just makes makes it all worth it for us so yeah buddy yeah totally i mean that's what we were talking about before it's just about trying to help people right just right. trying to make people better give them an opportunity 
because in today's world, you might only get one shot, right? So you better be ready for that shot. That's why we were talking earlier. When that bell rings, bro, when this thing goes away mm-hmm. and everybody starts to get better and we start to bring sports back, you better be ready. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, even at the big league level, you, you don't even know how many games they're going to play. So, I mean, fingers crossed, bro. You know? <laughs> right. For sure. For sure. Big time, man. Um, before we get into um, our next um, caller, just want to, uh, you know, what you guys were just talking about, like reaching one person, like, this is what I love about this format. Like <clears throat> Tanner comes in and asks his question. Nas comes in and asks his question and different, different personalities, different types of questions and how they were asked and just being able to dive into their situation, you know, could help somebody out there that's in that same situation. Didn't get the, you know, the opportunity to have their question asked but now they get to hear it from your point of view going down that rabbit hole of the situation that they're facing. So I, I just, I like this, this environment because it's not just, Hey, let's just talk about a, a topic. Let's dive in. Let's, you know, see how he's yeah. reacting and, and see what's going mm-hmm. on. So I, I really enjoy that. Um, I want to drop a little plug to our episode sponsor today. Uh, my boy over at official.edits.x on Instagram hooked us up with some great graphics for uh, tonight's episode. So if you guys are committed, if you have um, a, a travel ball team or high school team that wants a, a nice team photo, uh, look them up on Instagram at official.edits.x. Let them know that Prospect Dugout sent you. He'll hook you up. Let's get on to our next caller. We've got jesse bash he is from tenafly new jersey oh yeah ben, let's go bash let's go he's a catcher infielder and you can find him on instagram at jesse underscore bash just waiting for his audio to connect how jesse what's up my man good, how are you guys yeah. good brother good to see you buddy jb what's good good so, <laughs> how you nice doing man you. what's going on man how you been i'm good i've been grinding a lot i've been working out and hitting in the garage all the time, Sweet. every day. Hey, man, it, hey, it's crazy, bro. Like, those tees and those nets are coming out now, right? We haven't picked those things up for a minute. Now we got to back out and we grind it on it, bro. Everybody's yeah. like, man, yeah. I'm so happy I had that tee from, like, five years ago, bro. You know what I'm saying? They're pulling yeah, it back finally out. coming in handy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, man. Well, how you doing, bro? How's everything holding No, How's that virtual school going? Well, it's going good. Well, just during summer school, we had from eight to twelve, and then I eat lunch, and then I'm gonna, then I go hit, work out, and then come back inside and all that. Yeah. Nice, man. Nice, bro. Well, what you got for us today, baby? Well, my first question is, what was your approach when you stepped into the batter's box each time? Baseball approach, bro. It was, uh, you know, it's yeah. so funny, man. It's like you can. We could sit here, we could talk for an hour just on overall baseball hitting approaches. And, and Craig, can, I mean, he's a hitting coach, bro. So it's like he knows just as well as I do. But for myself, I've always taken the approach and I've always learned. And my father taught me at such an early age. I was really good at hitting the fastball. My dad said, hey, if, if you can't hit the fastball, you can't play in the big leagues. And he's right, because guess what pitch every pitcher has? A fastball, right? So for myself, I was really – I mean, I'd probably say out of the 250-some homers I hit, bro, I bet you 200 of them were on fastball because that's just what I was hunting. And I had the mindset of staying gap to gap, right? Obviously, when I went to Yankee Stadium, that shifted a little bit, and it kind of started pulling towards the right side, towards the pull side a little more. But for myself, bro, even in the days when I first came up as a rookie, when I was in high school, when I was in college, when I was having my best games, I was in my mind 
faking up the middle. My, my dad calls it the Bermuda Triangle, right? Left center to right center. That's exactly where I'm going. Because at the end of the day, if I catch that ball a little out front, oh, guess that, that's a homer down the line. But if I had that pull mentality and I caught that pitch out front, that's a foul ball. So I knew the way my body worked and the way my swing worked, that, that overall approach of staying up the middle, right? I know there's a lot of different philosophies out there right now. I'm learning different ones each and every day, whether it's launch angle, right? Whether it's now the Minnesota Twins are saying that the, the home run down the line is just like the corner NBA three, right? There's a lot of different things that you can go about. But for myself, bro, you still got to hit that thing, right? And you got to hit it square. And so for myself, my approach was staying up the middle. Right. But that was back before we had like major shifts and the whole nine. I kind of caught the shift at the end of my career. That definitely, bro, that I mean, that crushed me, bro, because that right side was awesome, you know? Yeah. But for me, that's what worked. So when you go to the plate, what's your mindset? What are you thinking? Well, I'm thinking center and like picking, like going to center field and like picking it up out of the pitcher's hands, like what it's going to see. And if like if it pops out, I know it's going to be like an off speed or a curveball mm -hmm. and like trying to get yeah. that fastball, like that first pitch. Yeah. Well, at the end of the day, man, it's like, it's, it, don't look at it in the sense of, you know, I, I'm going to catch that fastball. Think of it as a, a, a competition, right? A competition between you and somebody else. And guess what? You only get to do it three, maybe four times a game if you're lucky, right? At the end of the day, man, that right there is what I miss the most about playing baseball. Is that one-on-one -on -one competition. It's me versus you. Because you know what, Jay? Nobody else is in that batter's box but you. And that is a powerful thing. Because when you can get up there in that batter's box and you can stand on your own two feet, strong, powerful, ready, that is a powerful thing. So at the end of the day, sometimes if you're struggling, don't go back to overall approach. Just go back to like, man, this is a competition. And it's me versus him. You know what I mean? And so for myself, yeah, yeah. I, my, my grandmother, that was like my number one lady, right? And the only thing she used to ever want to watch me do was hit. And I was like, Grandma, I'm actually kind of good on defense. But she was like, no, all I want to do is see you hit. So I knew each and every time that I stepped in that batter's box, I had her right here on my shoulder, bro, with me, right? Watching me, like giving me confidence. And at the end of the day, sometimes it might, it might branch back to that a little bit, to where when you get in that batter's box, if you're lost, just, hey, man, think about all, all the people that got your back. Think about all the people that are rooting for you. Because believe me, homie, there's a lot of haters out there, bro. There are. You can't pay attention to that. You got to pay attention to the people that are on your side. You know what I'm saying? Your friends, yeah. your family, your people that you know deep down want you to succeed. Because at the end of the day, brother, there's a, there's a, there's a small circle of those people. You know? So for myself, bro, approach is one thing, no doubt. Up the middle, bro, gap to gap was mine. I know a lot of people have some different philosophies. But at the end of the day, man, when you step in that batter's box, sometimes you might have to you have to take that mentality of, hey, this is more of a competition. And I'm sure Craig knows that, bro. He, he coaches guys all the time. When guys run into problems, sometimes it's not even about their approach. The approach is one thing. Sometimes it's just about the, I guess, the battle at hand, you know? Yeah. And then my second question is I saw on Tanner's live how you said that you weren't the best growing up. So why didn't you make that push to be the best? And like, what did you do? Um, you know what, bro? Uh, I can honestly say, I think maybe my, it was my sophomore year. I was my sophomore year in high school. And I was like, man, you know, like, I'm, I'm pretty good at this. Like, I'm pretty good. And that was all I needed, bro. Because it just fueled the fire. It was just like, okay, 
Now, if I wanted to be the best on my team, now I wanted to be the best on my team. And then once I got to be the best on my team, I wanted to be the best in the state. And then after being the best in the state, I want to be the best in wherever, right? Because that's the trajectory. I, t- I was talking to these guys yesterday, bro. I don't ever live my life like this. I'm always trying to live like this. I'm always trying to get better as a father, as a husband, as a coach, as a mentor, as a human being. I'm always trying to get better. And Craig and Joel is the same way, man. And so for us to be able to push this knowledge on you to be like, hey, man, just try and be a, a, a great human being, right? It's like, I mean, maybe it, it, maybe it makes sense, you know? So for myself, it was just, I knew what it, I knew what it was going to take to get to the big leagues because I was fortunate enough to have a father who coached in the minor leagues for 10 years. And so I saw all the talent in the world never make it. And I never wanted to be that guy. I always wanted to be the hardest worker in the building because when you're the hardest worker in the building, you don't have to say anything. Everybody sees it. And just like Derek Jeter, bro, followed his footsteps. He's the hardest worker. You know how easy it was to follow Derek Jeter, bro? <laughs> it's like, it's so easy. But that's the thing. Like, take that mentality, right? Be the hardest worker. Be the best kid on your team. Be the best son. Be the best student, right? Like, yeah. try to wake up each and every day and be better at something you're not good at. Thank you. Got it, Jay. I hope you're, I, hey man, I hope this quarantine lifts quick, bro. And I hope you're out mashing homers to left center, right center, bro, before you know it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you got it, bro. Take it. Thanks Easy, for having bro. me. Yeah, See absolutely. You. Yeah, appreciate it, brother. Thank you. Thanks. Craig, I mean, come yeah. on, bro. How many times did you run into that with young hitters about trying to get these kids to get on a certain approach, right? Because everybody's different. You can't cookie cut an approach because you've got to see the skills of the human being. Right. No doubt about it. And I, and, and we kind of talked about this a little bit yesterday. It, what one, one guy thinks about is different than another guy thinks about. They might be doing the exact same thing, but they might be thinking like your approach, like you were trying to stay gap to gap. Right. But really like you were going up the middle. Right. So like for me as a left-handed hitter, like, I struggled with the inside pitch. I could handle the away pitch. But for me, right. when I had success, I tried to hit that thing over the, the batter's eye. Like, right. And that kept my body, my hands, everything going. That yes. Way. So, like, we were doing the same thing, but thinking two totally different things. You know, and that's where yeah, you – It's the to, difference between – Right, yeah. You have to be careful yeah, it, when you're it, talking it, to guys and, like, cookie, like you said, like – cookie cutting everything because it's not a cookie cutter process. It's so individual based. Yeah. It's the difference between feel and real. You know what I'm saying? And now that we have all this slow, now we have all this uh, uh, slow-mo technology, bro. Like you can break things down so much and I see it more at pictures than I do anyone else. And I've, it's been cool because I really got to really understand how it goes down this year in spring training, right. With the technology and the rap soda, right. And, and, and all that stuff. So for myself, pitchers would be like, yeah, man, my hand's right here. And then you go to the slow-mo and his hand's actually here. And you're kind of like, bro, like, so for him, he may have to overthink something rather than just thinking what a, you know, what a normal guy would want to think. So for myself, I felt at my best when I was trying to stay up the middle because when I felt like I started to get pull happy, my bat was too quick and I'm yanking everything in the first base dugout. Or as a right-handed batter, I'm yanking everything in the third base dugout. 
So that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's really hard to tell somebody what an approach should be because you got to know the skills of what you have, right? If Aaron Judge comes to me and says, what should my approach be? I'll be like, bro, hit it out of the stadium. You know what I mean? Right? <laughs> Just make contact, <laughs> make contact and that thing's going to go, it. brother. <laughs> right? So I, I think that's the thing. It's like, even, even thought processes can't be cookie cut. It's got to be an own individual thought. And I think a lot of these kids or even whoever's listening to this at home, right, understand that like your thoughts are your thoughts. And that's what makes them your thoughts. They're easy to go back to your own thoughts. If you have somebody else's thoughts, it's always going to be hard. You're going to be like, man, I wonder what he was thinking in this count. When I know exactly what I'm thinking in this count, bro. 2-0, green light, baby. I'm going deep. You know what I mean? So. Sure. Each person has their own thought process and should have their own thought process. Because like we say, man, and, and I've said for years, the end it, you've got to be you. For that's, sure. something, that's something I've learned coaching at the high school and youth level is that you can say one thing directly to one kid's face and say it to the kid next to him. And they're both going to take something different away from it. So you got to make sure that when you're working with them, that you're, I mean, that, that's, that's where I think the onus is on us as a coach or an instructor is not just to, you know, take a piece of paper and then, preach to the players but actually watch the players pay attention to how they are as a player pay attention to how they are as a person to see how they react in certain situations so that way when you coach them you're not stepping on their toes and, and irritating aggravating them because of the environment that they're in but you're paying attention so you know describing what you're what you're teaching to them in a certain way based on their characteristics and their manner their mannerisms i think um that's what's helped me with my connection with with younger athletes is being able to see it at their level and and listen to them when they're talking about something and not writing them off just because they said this or they felt this or it's supposed to be this way like i really don't care i don't care if if your 10u team loses every game but if you're going out there and getting better learning how to turn a double play i mean i would with my youth teams we would work on double plays all day like we wouldn't go on the field and hit as a team. Like that's, yeah. that's wasting time. In my opinion, we would turn sick, bare hand, you know, no glove double plays at 10 years old in the game. And I have other coaches looking at me like, who are these kids? I'm like, dude, we just practice <laughs> double plays, man. We just get better at double plays. But I think being able to not only teach a player based on his personality and the way that he, he learns the game, but giving him the opportunity to, I was listening to Gary Vee again today, and um, he was talking about um, he doesn't know he didn't know the answer to the question or, or how to best. He was talking about his employees. He didn't know exactly how he did it, what the formula was, but he knew that by get, putting them in an environment where it was okay for them to fail, they took more chances and they were more successful chances. So what I'm trying to say is, in a situation where you're coaching younger players or high school players, like yeah, you want them to do this, but let them figure it out because at the end of the day, they're going to be gone next year, maybe on another mm -hmm. team. You're not going to, mm -hmm. you're going to have that one minute of time, that one moment in time, I mean, to impact their life. And you want to make sure that it, it's valuable. Oh, bro. Like you could not have hit it more on the head. Right. And I'm going to tell a quick story. My wife used to be on a television show called Reba. Right. And her co-star, his name is Steve Howie. And Steve Howie is one of the funnier human beings on the uh, in the world. But he's a big human being, right? He never really played sports. So now he calls me, you know, it might have been a year ago, was like, Swish, hey, man, I'm coaching my kids' Little League team. How do I go about doing it? And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. How old are these kids? He's like, you know, six, seven. And I'm like, bro, just, just, let, just love on these kids, man. Because at the end of the day, bro, by the time these kids are 13, what is it, something like 70 to 75% of kids stop playing sports by the time they're 13. Mm -hmm. So if they're only playing sports for that amount of time, 
why would we not want them to love it as much as possible? Because I don't want you to hate the game of baseball if you don't play it at the professional level. I actually want you to love it. I want yeah. you to love everything that goes about it because this game is amazing. And in my mind, it's the best game we have. Yeah, it teaches you a lot about life. And sometimes it doesn't always work out. But I mean, come on, man, like love on these kids. And he's like, yeah, man. Because he's, you know, I'm, he's like, I'm a real intense guy. I want, I want to win. I'm like, bro, that's the last thing you should be thinking about doing this. <laughs> six years old, bro. Right. Just tell these kids they're awesome. So you know what he did? Him and my buddy, uh, uh, Joel Madden, bro, he coached up these kids. Same thing. He gave all of them nicknames. And all these kids got so much confidence for rolling in. He's like, hey, what's up, T-Rex? And this little <laughs> kid that walked in like this is all of a sudden like, wow, man, I feel good about myself. <laughs> because at the end of the day, man, maybe those two hours that he goes to practice might be the best two hours of his week. Mm. You don't know what's going on with people when they go home. That's it. So try and affect people in the positive light moving forward, right? Like help That's these it. kids get to where they want to be because you can teach them a lot about life through playing sports. There's failures, there's struggles, right? There's success. There's a lot of that stuff. So it's kind of like, you know, just, just enjoy it, man. It's, a, it's, a, it's an awesome day, bro. Yeah, that's it. Um, sure. Let's take a little intermission real quick. I uh, want to remind everybody that's watching live, click that share button. That way your friends and family can take a look at what you're viewing. Maybe they can benefit from uh, what we're talking about. Um, make sure to follow Nick Swisher at your boy Swish oh, on Instagram. You, <laughs> yeah, buddy. Gotta do um, it. So I want to, I want I'm looking at some comments on Facebook. I just want to read a couple of these real quick from Kurt. He says, we love Nick. One of the best Yankees ever. We loved his heart and the positivity he brought to the team. So that was pretty cool. Um, I got oh, Joseph man. Schneider. I used to coach him in high school. He said, Hey Nick, a uh, huge fan. I'm also one of Joel's uh, favorite former players. Yes, he is. Two questions, <laughs> two questions. Number one, what workouts do you recommend during this time to stay fit during quarantine, especially since gyms are still closed? And second, I'm in PT school, but remember my last game of senior year like it was yesterday. So what words of wisdom do you have for the high school seniors out there who are missing their last high school season of baseball? Oh, man, right? It's such a bummer. It's such an absolute bummer for all these kids at that moment right now. Even I'm thinking like seniors in college that are trying to get drafted. This is their last shot to maybe try and go on to the next professional level. I mean, it's, it's tough and it's hard. I, I, I guess at the end of the day, man, like keep your chins up, man. Like, like it's, we're going to get by this. We're going to get through this. And like we say, man, hey, when the bell rings, you never know. There might be some crazy tryouts that start to happen after stuff. Because on the amateur side, there have been a lot of things that have been affected. Like, like even for us, like it's the Yankees, our amateur side is like, man, how are we going to scout these guys moving forward? Because you, you can't buy guys all the time anymore. You got to build them from within. And we take a lot of pride in that as an organization. So for us, man, it's almost like, what, what do you do? So like I'm saying, I mean, just try and keep your chin up. It's a tough time. I wish I had the answers to all this stuff, man. But I don't. I, I don't think anybody does because something like this has never happened before. So I think at the end of the day, man, do your part. Let's try and get by this as fast as possible so we can get normal life back, man, because moving forward, definitely things are going to be different. There's no doubt about that. But, hey, man, I mean, it's still going to be baseball, right? There's still going to be football. It's still going to be basketball. We're still going to have mm -hmm. sports. So stick to the grind. Know that, like, you know, that there's an opportunity at the end of this and there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And on the workout side of things, I was actually just talking to Kevin Reese, our minor league coordinator, and I was thinking to myself, like, hey, bro, like, what happens if all these guys go home, right? And all the weights, they're not being able to pick up all these big heavy weights. And now all of a sudden, guys do more mobile stuff, right? They do more like yoga. 
and do more like stretching, things like that. And then all of a sudden, what if they come back and all these injuries aren't as much anymore, right? Oops. Because guys aren't like extremely like, you know, yoked out in the whole nine. You know, I mean, there could be something to that. But for myself is, and I've always had this mentality, bro, just keep moving. Just keep moving, man. Whatever your workouts are, just keep moving. Just keep putting foot one step in front of the other. Because whether you're doing push-ups or pull-ups or dry hacks or uh, hit balls off the tee or taking ground balls or doing little baby fly balls, the game's coming back. And you know what you struggle with and you know what you're good at. So I guess at this time, kind of take the time to look at your body, right? Look at yourself and understand the things that you struggle with. Because at the end of the day, when we come out of this, people are going to be like, wow, that kid's been working for sure. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, man. I, that's awesome. I mean, I don't have a whole lot of advice on this whole corona <laughs> that thing. That was good. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, no, that was yeah, good. Yeah, no doubt, you know? man. I mean, with the with the corona thing, like, it is t – it's tough. I mean, it's tough for a high school senior. It's tough for a college senior. It's tough for, you know, I'm sure you know – you know, minor league guys that were fringe guys that they might not get that opportunity now because hard decisions are going to have to be made because yeah. development time is lost. And when you are that fringe guy in the minor leagues, if you're 22, 23 years old, like time is not on your side. Mm. So it's, it's very tough, but I think it goes back to some of us, a very few of us are fortunate to know when we throw our last pitch or take our last swing, a lot of us, we just don't know. Like yeah. you get, you get that, you get that, you strike out and you go in and you show up the next day, you get released. And then the phone stops ringing or, you know, your last game in high school and you were thinking, Oh, I have 10, 12, 13 more games in high school. I'm good. And maybe, you know, maybe you hit a home run and that's your best, that's going to be your lasting memory, but it might not be. You might've let the ball go through the four hole. You know what yep. I mean? Like, oh, Craig, I'm telling you, man, you, so, you want to know something that I think people are really going to notice. You can't wait anymore. You mm -hmm. got to do it now. For sure. Because even like, you know, even with the grocery stores and the, and the toilet paper running out, you know what I'm saying? Like if you didn't have any of that stuff, like you're in trouble, right? If you waited, right. If you waited two or three days to go get all that stuff or you waited until all this stuff happened, things started shutting down. I think that's the thing now. Don't waste any time, yeah. right? I'm a piggyback on you. Like, get it now. Mm -hmm. Like, go for it now. Be productive now. Don't wait because you never know what's going to happen. And I think a lot of people are really looking at that right now. And this is going to hit a lot of people in a negative way, especially in the sports world moving forward. I mean, this is crazy town right now. Yeah, right. Sure. All right, we're going to bring in our next guest. Uh, he's an FSU commit. His name is Justin Best. He is from Cornelius, North Carolina. He is a 2023. He's a center fielder. His Instagram is at justin.best underscore seven. Uh, we're bringing him in right now. He's joining. Uh, there we go. Um, as he's, he's having a little computer trouble, so as, as we're waiting for him to, to – to get in oh there he is oh there he is oh Justin. let's go let's what's go. up my man oh he's got the go. he's got the virtual virtual background yeah what is up what's up what's up justin what's up jb how you doing homie what's going on I'm, I'm good how are you sir i'm doing amazing my man how's things going for this quarantine bro it's been crazy right uh it's been crazy it's been you know 
um, tough to write it out, but I've been grinding every single day, uh, virtual class from 8 to 1.30. So other than that, that's all I'm doing right now. I love that, man. Hey, this, hey, I'm telling you, man, if I had to go through this virtual stuff as a kid, I'd be in trouble, bro. I'd be like, man, I can't sit there all day. I can't do this, man. You know what I mean? I got, I I got human interaction. <laughs> Give me some people. Exactly, man. Exactly. Man, well, JB, what you got for us, bro? Uh, my question for you is, how do you deal with the slump and does it get to your head or not? Oh, absolutely, bro. 100%, bro. I mean, like, that's the reason why that was created, a, a, I guess, a slump buster in the sense, because you feel like you have to do something different than what you're normally doing. Win for myself, bro. Hey, bro, I had an O for 28 in the big leagues. Oh, my gosh. It was like every day I was using different people's bats, bro. Like, I was doing no batting gloves. I was doing batting gloves. I was trying so many different things. When at the end of the day, my man, you know where my swing was? Right in my back pocket. And that's the craziest part about it because I wasn't mentally strong enough to know that I had what it takes to do this. You know what I'm saying? I think that's the hardest thing is that we look at slumps that we're doing something wrong physically. And at the end of the day, that's usually not the case. It's usually a mental side of thing, right? Like maybe something's affecting you, right? Maybe you got in a fight with your girlfriend. Maybe your mom yelled at you about something. Maybe you're taking a negative thought into a game that you need to have a clear mind for. But for myself, bro, slumps are part of the game. And at the end of the day, I'm glad I had them. Because when you are at your lowest is, in my mind, when you learn the most about who you are. Because, hey, man, when you're over, hey, bro, I was like 0 for 18. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to get out of this tomorrow, bro. No problem. And then I'm 0 for 23. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to get out of this, bro. And then I start sweating. I'm like, this is embarrassing, dude. Like, I'm, I'm getting paid millions of dollars, bro. And I can't even make contact right now. Like, yeah, this is tough. embarrassing. So myself man I, yeah I think you got to learn a lot I think for you it's even like you're saying going to FSU right like you're gonna come you're gonna come upon some struggles in life that doesn't necessarily mean it's a slump that doesn't necessarily mean that like things are bad right just because you have a bad game hey we can learn a lot from that because what's that old saying like you know uh, uh, people that sail right never learn their craft by sailing on smooth waters right they always learn about themselves by, by working through the tough times, fighting through the waves, fight through the tough times. Because I tell you what, JB, the last thing I would want is a kid that just dominated his entire life. Because I can promise you, when he comes to the minor leagues and we get a hold of him, he's gonna run into some problems at some time. Because I can promise you this, there's always somebody better. There's always somebody better out there. So it's not even necessarily about the slump. I think it's about that mindset. It's about what you wanna do, what you wanna accomplish right because i think at the end of the day the strongest mind right mamba mentality r.i.p mm -hmm. that's what moves on that's what pushes people through the tough times right that's when when things are hard and you've reached down you know you've got something inside of you that can get you through those tough times because a lot of people can't make that adjustment bro when you get when they get knocked off that horse they stay down they don't get back up and that's not going to be you or that's not going to be anybody that's watching this mm -hmm. at all because that, that's not the mindset that we want to have whether it's in baseball football business life whatever man when you run across tough times know that you got to get back up on that horse you got to get back up on your feet and stand strong in who you are because i'm telling you man it's not always going to be easy and i wouldn't want it to be because that would just be like man this is boring bro it's always easy like this no way you're never learning anything about yourself that's all i got yes sir i appreciate that advice thank you you got anything yeah, man, else, Justin? Justin? Take, take advantage uh, of that, bro. You got some time. 
All right, I was going to say, um, I actually followed you today. So I followed Nick Switch let's today. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. oh, appreciate that. Hey, I'll tell you what, JB, uh, this has just been, you know, being able to have the opportunity to come on a platform like this with, with Craig and Joel and to be able to reach people like you, that's what I want to do, man. I want to help. I want to be there, right? I want to teach you something that you may not know. Because like I said, man, like, hey, you're still learning about yourself. You're learning about the game. You're learning about what you're good at, what you're bad at, what you like, what you don't like. And that's a great time because there's so many things that are about to happen to you, right? That you're going to go through and you're going to be like, man, bro, we'll talk four years from now. And you'll be like, switch, man, you don't even know, bro. Like it's been life changing. It's crazy, right? I had all this cool stuff happen, but then I went through these tough times and I got through it. I guess I kind of look at the game a little differently because I look at, I look at it the fact that I was one of the blessed ones. I was one of the blessed individuals that got to do what he loved each and every day for 13 years, bro. Not a whole lot of people get to say they had that opportunity. As a matter of fact, 0.05% of the population get to say that. And I was one of those lucky guys to do that. So at the end of the day, bro, if you got a goal and you got a goal of, uh, and you know exactly what you want to do, go get it, man. Go be you, man. Go get it. Because at the end of the day, nobody's going to give you anything in this world. Go out there, fight for it, get it, man. Already committed to the FSU. Come on, bro. I didn't sign until like after graduation my senior year, bro. I'm like, bro, nobody thinks I'm any good, bro. This is horrible. Nobody knows who I am. <laughs> like, man, this is Parkersburg, West Virginia. Where is that, right? Oh, man. Justin, thanks, awesome. dude. I appreciate it, man. Appreciate it, Justin. I, I want to say, I want to say uh, one more thing to Mr. Yeah. Swisher. Go ahead. Uh, he said, "You should check out my swing sometimes." Uh, that's what I'm saying. Hey, DM me, fire it over, bro. I'll take a picture. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Sweet. All Let's right, go, baby. Let's go, man. Best of luck <laughs> right, to you, Justin. my man. All right, baby. Take it easy, buddy. Guys, for having me. <laughs> yes, yeah, absolutely. Yes, sir. Hey, bro. I'm sure that has to be one of the biggest questions that people get: is how do you get out of slumps? How hard, hey man, it's not easy. It's not an easy thing to get out of at all, right? Mm -hmm. A slump in life, a slump in baseball, a, 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 in general, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, come on, Joel. You've gone through some tough times, bro, in, in anything. Craig, you as well. I mean, like, it, it, it's just, just because I play baseball, it doesn't mean I know how to right. get out of a slump. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're a human being, I think you know just how to pick yourself up, as the term says, by your bootstraps and get on with it, you know? It right, seems like every, sure. time, every time it gets difficult, it just seems like right after that, if you persevere through it, you break through. And I think, I mean, it sounds kind of cliche that you got to go through the, the tough times and the failure or whatever, but it, I mean, it's not cliche because it, it's reality. Like that's what stops people from being successful and moving forward is they re, they, they meet a little bit of adversity and, and yeah, you can react to it a little bit. I mean, you, you might get upset or, or, or you might have a reaction to it, but as you grow and go through adversity and through failure, if you learn to take it in stride and say that yeah. okay, if I go three for 10, I'm really good. Not, Oh man, I went set. I went over. I only got three hits and 10 at bats. But if you look at it, like uh, three for 10 is good. Okay. So I, I think that's the thing is when, when you're coming up to something where it feels like I'm, I'm walking and I keep bouncing off a wall and I'm walking forward and bouncing off a wall. You just got to keep pushing it because I mean, it, I don't know how to explain it. I don't know how to, how to, I don't know what the formula is, but, you keep your head down and you stay focused on what you're doing. That's the, that's the people that find the success. You know, I, I thought about something 
a few weeks ago, Craig and I had talked about this before and I, I talked to it with, with another buddy of mine, but um, do you want to be recognized as a good player because everybody around you isn't as good as you, or do you want to be recognized as a good player because you put in the work and putting in the work means that you're going to have to face failure and push through it work hard and deal with the negative comments, deal with, oh, yeah. you know, going oh for 26 in the big leagues, whatever it may be. Go 28, bro. Don't cut me short, dog. Don't cut me short. <laughs> hey, I remember Jeter started the year one year, like oh for 42, ended up batting over 300. I don't know how he did it, but he did it. <laughs> yeah, ne- never did that, bro. Never did that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Um, let's go ahead and get into our final, our final caller. Uh, let me go and admit him in. Uh, we got Kevin Duran from Claiborne, Texas. Uh, Kevin is a middle infielder. His Instagram is at Kevin Duran 20. Let's see. He's joining right now. Hey, bro, just for the record, like just to be able to actually physically see somebody and talk to them is so awesome. Right? It's like so awesome. I feel like I could literally be like, hey, man, here it is, bro. Like. I hope you're feeling what I'm putting off because I'm, I'm bringing it, bro. You know? No, it's a totally different perspective than, than talking to somebody on a, on a phone call, like where they call in because you get to feed off. I mean, your energy for sure. Like these kids are feeding off that energy and they're taking, you know what I mean? It's great. It's great. For these oh, guys. that's right. Sun's out, guns out, kid. Let's go. He's been working out. What's up, Kevin? Good to see you, buddy. What's up, Joe? What's up, buddy? Good, man. What's up? Welcome. Hey, I can't see everyone here. Uh, change to uh, gallery view from speaker view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slide it. You got to slide it to the to the left or the right. All right. What's up? Yeah. yeah. How y'all doing? Yeah. Let's go, bro. How you doing, Kev? How you been, man? You doing all right? Yes, sir. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing amazing, man. I tell you what, man, being able to sit here with Craig and Joel, bro, like, I feel like I know these fools for a minute. I'm like, you know, these dudes for a minute, bro. We're just grinding <laughs> over here, bro. Trying to help some people at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, well, I got lucky and I, I'm the last one to ask questions and both of my questions already got asked. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, I'd like to go a little more in depth yeah. through Let's the go. question, you know? So, and, uh, you played 13 years, obviously. You said it a few times. Uh, what do you wish you had done more as a – or done more or at, at all as a kid? Like, um, I'm a 16-year-old. Uh, what do you wish you would have done as a 16-year-old, knowing what you know now? Uh, so when I was still 16, bro, I was still trying to figure things out. And, and I think that, you know, a lot of kids at 16 are still doing the same thing that I was. It's like – I didn't exactly know where I was going. I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. So I, I think that if I would tell my 16 year old self something, I would just be like, hey man, just keep loving what you're doing. Just keep loving the game, loving what you are. Because now people don't, people don't remember me as like, you know, like a stat guy, bro. They're just like, man, I remember that guy running out to right field like a WWE wrestler. You know what I'm saying? Pumping up the crowd, things like that. So like there's some different things that you can be remembered for. But for me, dude, like, the fact that I was able to do what I loved and, and, and have a passion for all that stuff, man, is just, you know, is exactly right where I wanted to be. So, I mean, at 16, yeah, at 16 years old, bro, be a good kid, right? Like stay out of trouble, like get your grades, get your, get 
that plan of what you're doing next, whether that's professionally, whether that's college, right? Maybe you go into a job, but whatever you're going to do, have a game plan of what you want to do, right? Know yes, what sir. you want to do moving forward because it's hard, man. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard being all over the place, you know? So for you, it's like, hey, man. And also too, the one thing I would definitely tell myself as a little kid is play more sports, bro, right? Like play all of them. More, play okay, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just okay. play it all, right? Because you never know what you're going to be good at. Right. You may be a, you may be a good baseball player, but you might be the, the most amazing diver on the planet. You know what I'm saying? Or you might be an amazing swimmer or you might be the best chess player or you might be unbelievable badminton. You know what I'm saying? Like or soccer, football, basketball, like as baseball players, I feel like we are the most well-rounded athletes because we played a lot of different sports as we as we were going up. Right. And you've seen the football players try and throw out the first pitch. You see some basketball players try and throw out the first pitch. Right. <laughs> Hit the so, camera, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you know, right? You've seen it. So I think that's the thing that I would say is, it, especially the younger kids, not yourself, but obviously a little younger than you, play everything, right? Try it all, right? Know, you know, learn if you're good. Bro, I tried the diving team. I was horrible, bro. I put on Speedos for one summer, bro, but I was, <laughs> I was, I was bad. Bro. So I stopped doing it, right? Because like, I, I, I wasn't good, you know? But at least I tried yeah. it. At least I gave it a shot. It's just kind of like, don't be scared to do something that you're yeah, not comfortable with. Yeah, man. Because at the end of the day, I want you to look back at your 16 year old year and be like, man, that was awesome. I got you're my only car. 16 bro. Once. Yeah, that's it, dog. <laughs> Just like, enjoy 16 it. next year, bro. Yeah, soak it up, bro. Because you never know what's going to happen in the future. Be a good yeah, yeah. human being, do what you need to do, and, and that's it. And work hard. Because what is somebody going to give you at 16 years old right now? Nothing. You still got a couple more years of doing stuff to figure out what your next move is. Um, physically, what would you say you wish you would have done more? Uh, you know what, bro? I, I've, I've been a pretty hard worker from Jump Street, bro. I mean, I've always been a pretty hard worker. I think just at the end of the day, I would not search for something that's not there. We talked about this earlier. It's like, I'm never going to be six foot seven, right? I'm 5'10", bro. That's all I I'm got. Five, seven. I'm 5'7". Yeah, on my best day. But you I'm know a little what? midget running around. Yeah, but you know what, bro? That 5'7 is ready, and it's good, and it's ready, and it's ready for the competition. I don't care how tall you are. Bro, Dustin Pedroia got an MVP. He's 5'7". He's got an MVP to his name, and he's 5'7". Come on. You can't tell me that it can't be done because it can, and it has been done. There are people and there are numbers to say that it has been done. I would give Jose Altuve some love right now, but he's in my penalty box. You know what I mean? Just for a little bit of stuff they've been doing. But at the end of the day, it's the same thing there, right? Like you don't have to be the biggest player in, you don't have to be the biggest person on the field to be the, to be a good player, to play in the big leagues. That's what's great about, that's what's great about baseball. You can, it's all different ways of doing it, all different shapes and sizes, bro. And that's what's cool about it. Because at the end of the day, Kay, if you can find out what works for you and that works better than everybody else, you're going to find yourself doing it. Sure, sure. Um, I wanted one more question. Uh, what was your mentality or approach at the plate? Like, without going, like, too in-depth, like, situation, like, who's pitching or runners on base or, like, game right. seven of the World Series, none of that. It's just yeah. when you step up to the plate, um, what do you go up there? You're just, like, trying to own it. Like, you're the only one hitting, like you said earlier. You're the only one hitting. You're in control. Uh, is that what's in your head when you would go up to hit? Yeah, I think at the end of the day, man, like, I mean, 
all I tried to do was just to get up there and give it everything I had because I like knew. Like your main goal, your main goal. Yeah, yeah, at the end of the day, because I had a process, right? I had an in-the-hole routine. I had an on-deck routine, and I had an in-the-box routine. So I was so regulated out, right, that it didn't give me a whole lot of time to think. And I think that's what really helps out because sometimes when you get in those tough positions, when the crowd gets loud, it's a big moment in the game. What are you going to fall back on? For myself, I was able to fall back on my routines because I did them so many times. It was just drilled in there. I knew exactly what I was thinking when I was in the hole. I knew exactly what I was thinking when I was on the, in the on-deck circle. And I knew exactly what I was going to do once I got to the box, right? But for me, a lot of pitchers didn't like it because I took my time up there, bro. There wasn't any shot clock when I was playing, bro. And I knew that if I only got to be up there four times a night, I was going to take my time, bro, because it was my time to shine. You know what I mean? Lights were on me. People were watching me. And I loved that. I love when the lights are on. I loved all that. Some people don't. But for myself, I thrived on that. And I think that's why I can't I wait. Better. I hope I that's can why. do that one day. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Don't, hey, don't hope, baby. Let's go. Let's do it. Yeah. One day, right? one day it's it won't not, be Dustin Pedroia. It'll be Kevin Durant. Let's you go, baby. Think. That's right. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, Kev, why not? Why not you, Just baby? keep that why in my head now. I'm going to keep that in my why head. Why not you? One more rep. Be Dustin Pedroia. The five seven. At the end of the day, brother, you gotta find something. You gotta find something that somebody else doesn't have. You know what I'm saying? Hey, that could be those guns you got right there, bro. You know what I'm saying? Let's go. 22s on there. Let's get it. It's all in the biceps. (laughs) All in the curls. (laughs) Right, man. That's right. You know what, man? I I think just and, and and I can even ask you a question like this, right? So, like for yourself, like moving forward, you're at 16. What are your thoughts right now? What are my thoughts? Um, well, obviously, we're all in lockdown right now. Um, there's not much to do, as in, like, go to the cages or go to facilities, go work out the gym. All that's closed, so you kind of got to improvise. Uh, it's the same thing for, for everyone. Everyone's going through this, uh, but you just got to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Either it be, like, just doing your workouts here in my room um going to field at the middle school I went to uh just going to hit wiffle balls weight balls uh doing sprints uh getting ground balls uh practicing my throws to first base getting fly balls uh different hitting drills I'll go in my front yard uh put a tee get those like little wiffle balls that are like like this big and uh just hit them to my neighbor's yard and they're like hey it's okay (laughs) as long as whenever you're in the big leagues we got a there you go. The, <laughs> there you plate. go. Give us so a jersey, like, bro. We want a jersey. I was like, I was like, okay, it's fine. So I'll go over there, and uh, there's about 75 wiffle balls. I'll hit those um, pretty much every day, or either in the yard, or we'll go hit them uh, pitched. Um, do sprints, a lot of box jumps. Whenever we're in the gym, uh, a lot of training, and uh, I know I'm not like you said, the six seven dude. Or the super talented one. Hey, but, so guess uh, what? Hard work. So guess what? We got to do a little more. We got to do a little more work. And there ain't nothing wrong with that. That's and I'm okay with better. that, bro. That's it. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with doing a little extra work. You know what That's I'm saying? It. That's it. And it's also sure. too, man, like just like with what you're doing right now, be proud of what you're doing. Because there's a lot of people that aren't doing that. There's a lot of people that aren't working like you're working right now. So at the end of the day, when you're it's looking just at yourself in the mirror, be, yeah, just, just be proud, man. Be proud of what you're doing. Be proud that you're putting the work in. Because I can promise you, bro, that when this does happen and you earn this, 
it's going to be unbelievable, bro. It's going to feel so good, dog, for real. Because you know why? I hope so. Because you earned it. For sure. Got it, Kev. Thanks for calling in, man. man. One more thing. I would like you to follow me back on Instagram. All, the, all these guys, saying. all these guys oh, okay. want you to follow. Just give me that follow <laughs> hey, Kevin, uh, don't get offended, uh, man. I'm still waiting for my follow back too. So <laughs> you got some work, Nick. I know, man. I got to step up my Instagram game. I'm just getting going, dog. I'm just getting started, bro. I don't know, but uh, thank you for having me. It's been fun. I could be here all night asking questions and talking for to you sure. So if y'all do this Kevin. again, for sure I'll be back. So. Oh, you know Thank we will. Thank you so much. For sure, brother. Thank you. Thanks, man. I got it, homie. Thanks for calling in, baby. Yeah. <laughs> no, Love man. That, man. I, yeah. No, but you hit it right on the head. And I think um, what really goes into it for these guys is, and what I would tell any guy is that, like, passion shows, Right. And if, if you have a passion to do something, it's not, it's not work. Like I remember one instance in my playing career that I'll never forget second year of pro ball. And I was always a dude that like, I was on the field, like 30, if I, if I was, even if I wasn't playing, I was on the field 30 minutes early just because I'm a panic kind of person. <laughs> like I gotta be there. Early. <laughs> I gotta be there. <laughs> like I gotta be there. I don't want to miss nothing. I want to be walking out when the national anthem's going on. I'll be panicked. Like that ruined my night. So I just like, oh, it's over for four for yeah. sure, bro. For sure. So you know how it is. I mean, you know, especially like, like I had my Jersey on, I was ready to roll like icy hot on back and everything, everything like an hour before the game. And dudes, you know how it is. Dudes are sitting in the clubhouse till 20 minutes before the game, still in their sliders. But I always got out to the field. And a manager, second year of pro ball, pulled me aside, and I was just like wide-eyed rookie. And he was like, he goes, never lose that. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he goes, he goes, you're always the first one out here. He goes, never lose that. And for me, I never thought like, oh, I'm the first one out here. Oh, I'm the guy that's the first one out here. Like, it's just – I did it because I had a passion to be like, I was a professional baseball player. Like that was the coolest thing in the world to me. Like exactly. I wasn't in the big yeah. league. I was in yeah. Clifton, New Jersey playing independent baseball. So like <laughs> I was like, yo, you were doing, you were ready. Doing yeah. it. And it's, yeah, it's man. one of those yeah. things that I think guys need to understand is like people who have been around the game <laughs> will see your passion without you having to show it. Yeah, like, people are gonna know. People are gonna know if you love the game or not, bro. For sure. There's no doubt about that. And, sure. and you know, it's so funny, man. It's about talking about passion in the game, and it's funny about like you getting out to the field super early, man. My rookie year, bro. You remember Jason Kendall? This is a Jason Kendall story. Oh, yeah. One of my okay. one of my heroes, bro. That, this guy was a stud, bro. Right? He used to grab me, dude, at like noon from the hotel and make me get in the cab with him to the ballpark at noon for a seven o'clock game. And we would go to the ballpark and we would just sit in the stands. And I would be like, bro, what are we doing here? What, what are we doing here at like 1230 at the ballpark already? And nobody's at the stadium. It was just us. And he looked at me and he was like, Swish, do you know how many people are fortunate enough to do this? Not many. And so for myself, that was a thing where it was kind of like, wow, man, like 
the respect that that man had for the game was something that I wanted to strive for because he found joy in just going to the ballpark at 1230 and sitting in the stands watching the guys drag the infield. That was his thing. And for myself, I, I always wanted to have that same respect that he did because it, it, he would always say, you know, respect the game. Because if you don't, man, it's going to come back to bite you. And he was one of those guys, man, that taught me that. And it was just just a little joy of just going to the ballpark, bro, and just watching a guy drag an infield or mow the outfield. That was the thing that he found joy in. So for everybody watching, man, try and find your joy in the game. right? Try and find the things that you enjoy. Try and find things that you want. Because, hey, we're not all the same. We all have different thought processes. And we have to find those things that make us who we are. For sure. And it, it is the little things, man. Like everybody has the end goal. Like everybody's got the end goal. They want to be a big leaguer. I get it. Like you should, yeah. that's gotta be something you strive it's gotta be there. to wake up every day for. But just like you said there, you have to along the way, appreciate the process and appreciate yeah. the things that you yeah. go through. Like I would tell guys, yes. and I appreciated this later in my career, and like in the minor leagues, Sundays you'll do like autographs, you know, before the game. And yeah. God, you know, that's like some guys, that's torture for them. And towards the end of my career, I used to go around if a guy was like, oh, we got to go. And I said, listen, man, soon nobody's going to want your autograph unless you're signing a check <laughs> to them. <laughs> Bro, ain't Bro, no doubt. Respect that. Yeah, man. My dad, he'd say the same thing. I, yeah. You know, back when you're a rookie and you get all those autograph cards that you need to sign. And I'm like, oh, bro, I'm signing all of them, right? Well, then it kind of got to be a lot. And I was like, dad, man, you know, I'm signing all these autographs. And the whole night, he's like, hey, son, I want you to remember one thing. One of these days, ain't nobody going to want your autograph. And that really hit me because it was kind of like, wow, man, you're right. Hey, bro, there's very few people with my autograph now, dog. I'm just like, I ain't getting, I ain't signed any autographs over the last four weeks. You know what I'm saying? So like, it, it was so true, but those were the, those were the stories and the things that you have to pay attention to because you think you have all the answers when you're younger, but then you get to be our age or y'all, my age, not y'all's age. Oh, we're all in the same, but then all of a sudden you're kind of like, wow, bro, I, I didn't know anything, bro. I, I thought right. I knew the answers, but I didn't. And that's why I feel like these kids need to just understand that they're going to keep learning stuff about themselves, especially on the grind up. But you better enjoy that grind because if you don't, bro, it's going to beat you up, bro, for real. Yeah. Sure. Sweet. Well, I'm back. I had some technical difficulties. I'm glad it's still working. I don't know what the Yeah, we happened. see you, bro. Yeah, it's you all right, man. Hey, Joel through. is texting me panicking. <laughs> <laughs> no! No! <laughs> I didn't want to lose the live stream because it kept saying we have to turn off Zoom. I'm like, no, don't shut down. Don't oh. turn off Zoom. <laughs> I can't. It's recording. Don't do it. Anyway. Um, That's good, man. Yeah. I just want to, I just want to uh, thank everybody for joining us tonight on this episode. Um, our first episode of Kicking It with your boy Swish. Uh, it was a lot of fun. It was everything we expected and more and more. And we're going to keep going. We're going to keep growing, keep building, keep answering your questions, keep diving in deep to all things life, baseball, everything in between. This, this is going to be a fun little series. Uh, make sure to follow at your boy Swish on Instagram. 
make might sure not follow let's you go. Yeah. Might not follow <laughs> you all back. Hey, hey, I'm the new Jose Bautista, bro. You follow me, I'll follow you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, man. oh man. And don't forget Sunday nights, uh, the prospect dugout mastermind this Sunday. We are answering your recruiting questions. It's going to be a fun time, 8 o'clock Eastern, right here on Facebook Live. Um, and don't forget to uh, subscribe to our podcast channel on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So that's it for today. But what I would like to do every episode is I'll wrap it up, but I want uh, Nick to close us out. Give us some final thoughts. Uh, send, some, send everybody home with some, some positive motivation until next week, and then we'll wrap it up. Yeah, I, I mean, th this is what I would leave all y'all with. This is amazing, right? At the end of the day, man, it takes a village to get to where you want to be, right? Utilize your resources around you. For ourselves, we just want to be a sounding board. We just want to help you out. We're going to throw out some ideas. We're going to throw out some stories. We're going to throw out some experiences that can maybe help you move along. But at the end of the day, man, as we, as we give you all this information, a cloud of an information, it's your job to pick pieces out that work for you. Because at the end of the day, you are you. You've got to be you. And you think differently than a lot of people. This is amazing. I'm so honored the fact that I am on here. And the fact that like young kids want to, want information and, and, and want advice from somebody like me, bro. This is crazy town. Like, I love this, man. I, I love being able to come on here and show my passion towards the game. And I can't thank you guys enough at Prospect Dugout for all you kids that called in, man. Let's, let's keep thank this you. thing going, man. Let's continue to build this. Let's try to be a ray of sunshine each and every day, man. Let's try to be great people, man. Let's always try to get better. That's it. All right. Well, that's it for this week. Tune in again next Tuesday, 6 o'clock.